Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, God bless you on this wonderful Wednesday. Um, we have a lot uh, to cover today, and so we want to start off by first and foremost uh, by uh, saying praise the Lord to everyone. Thank you for being with us. We uh, been wanting to finish out this series, and so we still have a little ways to go, and so we're going to still keep chugging at it. Uh, we did have some things to come up where we weren't able to air on last week, but we're here today. Thank God we're here, and we are not uh, by a long shot uh, done with this series, but we want to continue on with this series as we talk about uh, you know, Jesus is the son of God as our topic today. Uh, we have a lot uh, of things that we'd like to cover. And the first thing we want to do is uh, honor our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life. We definitely want to honor our honorable pastor in the person of Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, senior of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to... Uh, my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newson, and to the entire Pentecostal Power Church family, we bring you greetings in Jesus' name. And with uh, no further ado, we'd like to cover a few things today, uh, you know, dealing with uh, Jesus is the Son of God and dealing with the Gospel of John, which we're going to continue on with for the month of April. And we're also doing a Zoom call. We'll be getting you that information on next week. Uh some of the things that we want to deal with. But first and foremost, we want to go ahead and talk about a few, few of the latest events. Uh, as you know, uh, I don't know how many people watch the Oscars. A lot of people have uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know, feedback on Will Smith and the Chris Rock situation. And I will just say from a, a biblical perspective, uh, that uh, two wrongs don't make uh, anyone right. Uh, you know, just dealing with, uh, you know, the word of God, dealing with forgiveness and just dealing with people will attack you and they'll assassinate your character. And so we deal with these things in our in church and we deal with these things on a daily basis. And so uh, I just uh, would like to say, you know, I'm not taking sides. I would just like to say uh, when you're in the uh, line of work that some of these people are in, you know, uh, you kind of should be acclimated to uh, these types of attacks. Sometimes we get caught off guard. And uh, as my bishop was saying last night, we're human and we're prone to error. And uh, that was a bad choice, bad decision. But to make a long story short, uh, we're praying uh, uh, for, you know, that God will just say, you know, uh, that's what we need. We need a restrainer, you know, and, uh, you know, with the Holy Ghost, you know, a lot of us, we want to, you know, judge that situation. But a lot of us with the Holy Ghost probably wouldn't have tolerated it. And so, you know, let's just be real about it. But uh, to make a long story short, two wrongs do not make any of us right. And so I'll leave it there. That's where I will leave it. And so just because somebody assassinates your character, uh, 
somebody do something to you, there's no longer an eye for an eye or two for two. So I'm going to leave it right there. And so we have to uh, be able to turn the other cheek and be the bigger person and have forgiveness because forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person, but it's for you. So you can continue to walk in a positive manner. And I'm not telling you that it's easy. I'm not telling you uh, on this broadcast, you know, sometimes we say, well, I would have done something different. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we have to be honest with ourselves. Uh, A lot of us uh, wouldn't want to be caught in a situation uh, that will compromise our salvation, but you just don't know and you just don't want to be caught in those types of situations. So what you want to do is you want to stay prayerful and uh, believe God, trust God that he would be the one that's leading and directing your life so you don't get caught in situations where uh, you will end up uh, doing something that you deeply regret. And so that's what we need to be as saints of God. We need to have forgiveness. huh? And you can receive forgiveness by confessing your sins uh, to Jesus and asking him for forgiveness. Yeah, you got to ask his brother for forgiveness, but you got to also ask the Lord for forgiveness because anytime we transgress against God's law, we need to repent and we need to seek him for forgiveness. All right. And so let us go a little bit farther. I want to say to the saints, let us pray one for another. We're going to go start off with a prayer, word of prayer uh, before we get started. Let us pray for one another. Let us pray for the sick that's among us. Uh, Let us pray for all of our elderly, our leadership. Let us pray for those that are in the hospital. Let us pray for those that have special requests up before the Lord. And let us touch and agree that God would touch, that he would save, he would deliver, and that he would minister to the need of those that are calling on his name. So we're going to pray a brief prayer here. Let us pray for our pastor, first lady, uh, our presiding bishop, assistant presider, and their wives. Let us pray for our senior Bishop Scott, uh, our National Secretary, Bishop Mark Jones, and Saints there in Florida. And let us continue to pray for all of the Bishop, uh, Bishop uh, Stone, all of the bishops, amen, on the bishop board. Uh, bishop Barris, let us pray for all of the bishops. Uh, bishop Bullock and Mother Bullock, let us keep them up before the Lord in prayer. And so before we go forward, uh, also I need your prayers. Pray for me. Uh, that the Lord will continue to give me strength um, just with uh, doing a lot of uh, extra stuff now. And so not uh, not by a long shot where we won't complain, but we're busy. And so we ask that uh, you would pray for us, that the Lord will continue to strengthen us as well as my dad and all of our siblings as God continue to uh, strengthen him as he uh, transitioned to the next uh, uh thing in his life. So we want to pray that God will just uh, have his hand upon the situation. All right. And that's what we need in all of our lives. We need God hand on us. Praise God. And I know he laid his hands on me. And so since he laid his hands on me, I'm just going to trust him. Hmm? I'm still going to trust him. Hmm? And so that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, Let us pray uh, for those that are having uh, different uh, things coming up on their calendar that uh, God will uh, help them tend to those uh, particular things uh, concerning kingdom work. All right. And so let us pray at this time, uh, continue to pray for me and missionary Newsom that we will continue to, uh, to go forward with the gospel of Jesus Christ, that souls will be saved and that hearts will be ministered to 
and that God will get the glory. All right. Ultimately, that God will get the glory out of whatever we do. All right. So let us pray at this time uh, that God will continue to look on my niece, uh, Bridget, that God will touch her, uh, my other niece, uh, Destiny, and all of our nieces. Uh, we got so many nieces and nephews. Let us pray that God will save them. We got so many nieces and nephews. We could have two churches, you know, <laughs> just being honest with you. We got a lot of we got a lot of family, but a lot of them need to be saved. And so we know that if God don't have mercy upon us uh, and if God uh, do not draw us, no man can come into the Lord except he draw him first. And so that's what we're praying. We're praying for them that the Lord will draw them and that the Lord Jesus Christ will be the drawing card that will draw them into the uh, kingdom of God. Ultimately, that they will repent of their sins, be baptized in water in Jesus name, and that the Lord himself will fill them with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, which is with promise. All right. And so let us go before a throne at this time. Continue to pray for the ministerial body, as well as all of our evangelists, uh, missionaries and all of our deacons and all of the body of Christ, even the members, lay members that God will minister to them. Special prayer for my brother-in-law, uh, Daryl Woodson and uh, Jeanette Woodson. Let us pray for them. They have something up before the Lord. And so we want to pray that God would uh, bless them in their endeavor. And uh, and not only in that, but God would also bring them together and save them. All right. And so that's what we're praying for. Continue to pray for my oldest brother, Timothy, that God would touch his mind, give him a heart uh, of repentance, that he may come to the altar crying, what must I do to be saved? All right. And so let us pray for one another in Jesus name. All right. Let us go before his throne. Precious father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you once again on this day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Just for, oh God, granting us, oh God, oh God, repentance, granting us, oh God, forgiveness for our sins. We thank you, Lord for your mercy endure forever. Fathers, we pray today, we pray in the name of Jesus, God, you would honor requests and the petition that have went up and gone out before you. Look on the body of believers as well as, oh God, those that are viewing the broadcast today, even those that are viewing for the first time, our viewers and subscribers, we pray, God, you would minister and tend to their, oh God, spiritual needs. Oh God, according to your riches and glory, bless them today. And oh God, lift up their heads, Oh, God, that they may be encouraged to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This we pray. We thank you, God. We ask, oh, God, you would continue, oh, God, to smile upon us as we decrease. Let your anointing increase in our lives. And, oh, God, that we would teach, oh, God, the lesson as you would have us to teach it, to encourage and, oh, God, strengthen and edify, oh, God, those that are listening and those that are viewing. And even, oh God, those that are believers, touch them now and strengthen them, God, that they may go forward in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So we thank God for, for the prayer that's been prayed. <clears throat> so now we want to get into the gospel of John. And we're going to go ahead and get a little bit deep into it. We're at part six now. Uh, we're on part six of... Uh, of this particular series. And uh, let us uh, take a look at a few scriptures here. We want to um, want to go back to uh, St. John. Uh, and let us, we're going to put scripture on the screen for you. Uh, if that's not too much trouble, 
let us go back to uh, St. John. We're going to go to St. John uh, 20. And uh, let's go to St. John 20. And let me just grab it real quick. 20 and 30. All right. St. John 20 and 30. 31. And St. John 20, uh, 30 and 31. We're going to read it for you hearing today. And he says, and with many other signs, truly uh, did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Verse number 31 of John, St. John 20 and 31. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ. We got to get that first, that Jesus is Christ. All right. Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. Jesus is the son of God. And that believing ye might have life through his name. Hmm? If we're going to be saved, in this dispensation, in the church today, we must believe Jesus is Lord and we must do it through his name by believing on his name. All right. He says in St. John, we, we don't want to go too fast. He says in St. John 7, 37, oh Lord, man, we might as well go ahead and get it. We're going to go ahead and get it because we want to, uh, we want to take our time today and get every scripture. I can quote it, but we want to just uh, get St. John 7 and 37. And so we're going to get it and we're going to read it for you. St. John 7 37. It reads for our hearing today. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cry saying if any man thirsts let him come unto me and drink praise god come unto him and drink this is what he says here come unto me and drink and he says in 38 he says he that believe it on me this is why we oh lord must affirm that Jesus is Lord through believing on his name. He said, he, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said. See, the scriptures are important. Hmm? This is why it's very important that you believe the scripture, believe what's written, hmm? because what was written is for our admonition and for our learning. All right, stay with me. We, we just getting into this now. We're going to roll a little bit faster today. So we want you to go back and review if you need to review the broadcast. Because we, now we need to cover some ground. All right. He says, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. All right. 739 explains this particular expression or statement that Jesus makes. And he makes it plain so that they could understand this parable very, very plainly. But this spake of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. Hmm? Everybody that believe on all his name should receive the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And if you're not believing on his name, 
You got to go back and ask yourself why I haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, Lord. Mm, am I believing on your name? Because mm? we can believe, but we got to believe on his name. All right? Believe that he is God because the Bible says now, he that cometh to God must first believe that he is, according to Hebrews, and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So you got to be, if you're going to seek God, you got to believe on his name. He says, which they should uh, receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Glory. Thank you, Lord. So he was not yet glorified. All right. And so I uh, want to go ahead and get seven and 40 of uh, St. John. He said, many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying said of a truth, this is the prophet. Glory. And so God confirmed this word to them and they had to believe on his name to receive the promise that God wanted to give to them. And so we're going to move on a little bit farther. Uh, we're going to move on just a little bit farther here. Uh, we want to go to uh, <clears throat> this question that people have. You know, people people have questions, you know, uh, about several things. Uh, some of the things they have questions about, uh, we're going to get it in just a minute here. Uh, let, me, let me just put this back on the screen for you. People have a lot of questions. And uh, some of the questions that may come up, you know, people want to know um, who is the father? <laughs> I think we talked about that last on the last segment. We, we were on who is the father, but we did not uh, cover it because time had elapsed. People want to know who the father is. Uh, uh, is the father one God? Or, or particularly as revealed in the parental relationship to humanity. And I think we got this in uh, Malachi. Let's go get Malachi uh, 2 and 10. I'll get Malachi 2 and 10. I think that's where we ended up. Now, I'm just, sometimes when I start these series, I go back uh, about 10 minutes into the previous broadcast and bring you up to the present point. So now we're up to the present point now where he says, have we not all one father? Had not one God created us, why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother? By profaning the covenant of our fathers. All right. This was the question that came up in Malachi. Uh, helping them to understand that God uh, has fathered us all hmm? from creation <laughs> Hmm? until Jesus Christ, all right? And so he's fathered us, huh? Oh, Lord, as a father, all right? Father in creation, as I said, father in creation, huh? Son in redemption, Holy Ghost in regeneration. It's not three gods, it's one God three manifestations of the one God. All right. And so now we're going to go here. Uh, people want to know where was God the father while Jesus was on earth? He was fully God 
and he was fully man. Huh? He was fully God and he was fully man. And Jesus didn't have none of Mary's blood because if he had some of Mary's blood, then he could not offer himself uh, as a ransom for many as a, oh Lord, as sinless. Because we, David said, we were shaped in iniquity and sin that our mother conceived us. So we were born into sin through Adam's transgression. Jesus was born not of a corruptible seed. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> and notice in Genesis 3 and 15 that the woman don't have a seed. And so who put the seed there? God. <laughs> oh, Lord. The seed was already, oh, Lord. God already put the seed there because Jesus was already. Oh, Lord. Glory be to God. Already there from the beginning. I just want to leave it there. But look, where was the father on earth? Hmm? The father was in Christ. Uh, and I want to let you see this. A lot of times people say, the Bible said God was in Christ reconciling the world back to itself. But where was the father? Let, let's see where he was. Because uh, we we got to answer some of these questions. I like I like to answer questions because people have a lot of questions. And uh, a lot of times we can teach things, but we have to give a full explanation through scripture. Huh? So it's not us saying it, but it's what the Bible say. I want to give you what the Bible say. Ain't what Brother Newsom say. I'm going to give you what the Bible say. All right? Let's go to St. John uh, chapter 14. All right? And go to St. John chapter 14. All right? And so we're going to go to St. John 14 and let's, let's, uh, let's go six through 12. All right. See what we come up with. All right. All right. All right. And we know St. John 14 and six, Jesus says, I am the way, uh, the truth, and the life. And he says, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I've been wanting to get back into this so uh so bad because we need to know <laughs> that oh Lord. God the Father, while Jesus was on earth, was in Christ. There was no separation. Because people try to make it a separation and make it three gods is only one God. God was in Christ reconciling the world back to himself. All right? You and I. Now, look at this. You'll see this in St. John 14 and 6. He says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come unto the Father. Here it is, relationship, but by me. You ain't getting to the Father without Jesus. If you denounce Jesus, you didn't denounce the Father. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. I know. I know I'm messing with you today. Look at this. Look at St. John 14 7. If you had known me, he said, you should have known my Father also. From henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Glory. This is what we're picking it back up at now. And look what Philip says. 
Philip says unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Glory. I got to get on in here now. Look at this. Now, I, I feel good right now. Look at this. He says here, these scriptures make me feel good. He says here, Jesus said unto him, have I been so long with you? This is St. John 14 and 9. Special note, St. John 14 and 9 in verse 10. He says, Jesus says unto him, have I been so long with you? And ye has, uh, uh, and, and been so long with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Philip. Jesus says unto him, have I been so long time with you and yet has thou not known me, Philip? He that had seen me had seen the father. Jesus standing right there in front of him and tells him, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Glory. And how says thou then? Show us the Father. Jesus, put the question. Put the question back to him. You asking me to show you. It's like somebody said, well, oh, Lord, show me your hand. And then you put your hand up and say, here it is right here. What hand? What other hand you looking for? Because hmm? uh, I ain't got but two on my body. And if I, you ask to see one of them, and one particular, if you say, I want to see your right hand. Huh? Oh, glory be to God. <laughs> Oh, Lord, Jesus is God's stretched out right hand. Glory. Let me get out of here. I got to go. I'm, look at this. But look at this. We asked and said, let me see your right hand. I ain't got but one. And I show you my right hand. You say, well, show me your other hand. Well, no, you asked to see my, oh, Lord. Let's take a look here. Let's go to 10. You asked to see something. Jesus displays it, tells him plainly who the father is. Huh? He's saying, in essence, I'm the father, all right? But look, look at this. He, he tells him in such a way that, uh, look at St. John 14, 10. He says, believest thou not that I am in the father? He, he said, believest thou that not that I'm in the father and the father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not myself, but the father that dwelleth in me. And he doeth the work. Oh, it's time to go to it now. He said he doeth the work. It's time to go to it. St. John 14 and 11. He says, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for my very work's sake. Hmm? Glory. He tells them plainly. Hmm? that God is omnipresent. God is omnipresent. I got some more scriptures for you. All right. We're going to get, we're going to go to Ephesians. Let's go to second. Let's go to second uh, Corinthians. Let's go to Ephesians. Uh, I, I got to write this down. And then we're going to go. Yeah, let's go to Ephesians. I want to show you something. Let's go to Ephesians real quick. Stay with me. I'm going to put it on the screen for you. Let's go to Ephesians chapter two. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2, and uh, all right, let's see what we got. Uh, take take a second here. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 2. 
Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. And let's go to verse 5. Ephesians 2 and 5. Right. He says here, even when ye were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ. And he says, by grace, ye are saved. And he says in verse six, Ephesians two and six, and had raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're in Christ just like the father was in Jesus. Hmm? He was in the father and the father was in him. Look at this. So how could that be? That in the ages to come, he might show forth that in the ages to come, that he might show the exceeding riches All right, let's, let's read it again. Two and five. Even when we were dead in sins, he had quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. Verse number six. He says, and had raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2 and 7. That in the ages to come, that he might show uh, the exceeding riches of his grace. Ooh, glory. God is not only rich in mercy, but he's rich in grace. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. And this is why, you know, the grace of God brought salvation according to, oh, Lord. Titus 2 and 11. The grace of God brought salvation. Oh, Lord. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we should live soberly. Look at this. Ephesians 2 and 7, he says that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. There it is right there. Through Christ Jesus. Huh? Look at this now. For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man shall boast. Says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's important. It's important for us to know. It's important for us to know and see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Hmm? I, I want you, I want you to see that because too many of us, we're like Philip. You know, when people say, people think, uh, you know, that it's uh, three gods when it's just one God. Huh? It's very, very important you know, that we understand that there's one God. Hmm? So, oh Lord, you got to finish reading Ephesians. I, I have to move on to something else so we can finish this today. Uh, finish where we want to go today. Now, we want to know 
Let's go to uh let's go to second Corinthians 519. I, I figured I'd go ahead and get that one. We talked of quoted that one early. Second Corinthians 519. All right, let's take a look. To wit, God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses. Jesus came, oh Lord, his blood was shed for the removal of our sins. Huh? He wasn't charging our trespasses to us, but he died to remove our trespasses unto them and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Hmm? When you look at John, the word was God. And the word, oh Lord, that same word that begot us, God sent that same word to redeem us. Glory. I got to get out of here. Oh Lord, I got, I got to get out of here. I got to go. Huh? I know, I know. It's, it's a lot to chew on. But look, look at this. Look at this. Uh, he was in heaven and in earth at the same time. Hmm? And we know that the heavens cannot contain God. Hmm? But he's omnipresent. God is omnipresent. So he was the fullness of the Godhead bodily. I just want you to see that. He was the fullness of the Godhead bodily. I just want you to see that because, you know, a lot of times we, we won't see that, you know, in the scripture. We got, we got to take a look so we can see that. Um, I want to go to the next scripture that we got uh, to help answer, uh, you know, these questions that, come up because people ask questions about different things and there's nothing wrong with it. All right, let's go to Colossians. We're going to go to Colossians chapter two. You know, and all apostolics should uh, uh, know and be teaching the same thing concerning this one God. Hmm? So let's go to Ephesians. I mean, our Colossians, I'm sorry. Let's go to Colossians uh, two and eight. And uh, we'll end up probably about uh, uh, let's go about two and eight through twelve. We'll, we'll go. To, we'll stop about there. Two and eight through twelve. Colossians two and eight. Apostle Paul here says here to the church of Colossus, beware lest that any man should spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Huh? After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Hmm? So all this other, you know, gumbo that people feed you, the spiritual gumbo they feed, that don't have Christ intertwined in their teaching. Oh, I know. I got to go. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Huh? If Christ ain't in it, it's it's false. Hmm? I, I know we can have some truth. There is some truth that we have derived out of the scripture, but everything points to Christ. Mo, you know, Oh Lord, it points to the savior. Hmm? 
You know, these 66 books are comprised as the one book, but they all point to the, oh Lord, the one author, which is God. Look at this. It says here in Colossians, not after the rudiments, not after Christ. After the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Hmm? We don't want to be just teaching, oh Lord, truth how to live in this world, but we we want to be teaching the truth to turn your heart to seek after Christ, who is the Savior. Hmm? Because according to Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So I want to let you know, God was on earth and the Father was in Christ. He was in God. Hmm? Father was in Christ. Hmm? And he was fully God and fully man hmm? while he walked on this earth. I know. We go into it. So how is that so? Let's go to Colossians 2 and 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. See that? What don't we understand about the fullness of the Godhead bodily? Paul asserts to Christ's deity. Hmm? It meant that Christ is all of God in the human body. That's what his deity represents when we talk about Godhead bodily. It means Christ uh, is all of God in a human body. That's what it means. You reference it, you look it up. <laughs> look at this. I won't go a little bit farther. Uh, oh, God, Lord have mercy. Uh, when we know Jesus Christ, saints, when you know Jesus, people coming up with all these different names, when you know Jesus, hmm, ah, I got to go back to Colossians 1. <laughs> when you know Jesus, I want to say this. When you know Jesus, you don't have to be seeking for other things. Hmm? I remember John, when Jesus came on the scene, he asked, was this he or should we look for another? Hmm? Jesus Christ is the one. All right. And so you looking for, oh Lord, you on the, oh Lord, you looking for another, oh Lord, way. But Jesus, I am the way. We covered that already. All right. So now we're gonna go a little bit farther. I wanna, I wanna get something in Colossians 1. He says, for in him dwell the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All right. Verse number 10. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Jesus is the one. All right. And also you have, you are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands and putting off the body of the sins 
of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Hmm? And this is how you do it. Buried with him in baptism, wherein you also are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who had raised him from the dead. Hmm? God has wrought this work so we can come into the church. We can come in to God's presence and receive forgiveness of sin, receive redemption and atonement. Hmm? And oh Lord, be born again. Hmm? God has wrought this work through his workmanship. So we wouldn't have to pay for the penalty of the Adamic sins and our own sins. Hmm? What a mighty God we serve. And we don't want to praise Jesus. We don't want to glorify his name. Oh Lord. Huh? We owe God the glory. Let's go to uh, Colossians. I want to go like Colossians one. Then I'm going to get out of here. We got to go. We, we had, we had our, we had our, uh, uh, climax of this particular question. We're going to go to the point uh, about did the prophet say that Jesus would be the father. And the scripture points to it and we're going to go to Isaiah and we're going to finish it out there. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to finish it right there. All right. We're going to get this last thing dealing with the father. And then we're going to go to the next part seven, which is dealing with another part. Okay. Of, of uh, the qualities. We're going to deal with the qualities, all right? We're going to deal with the qualities uh, in the Godhead. But look at this now. <laughs> going to deal with the qualities. But look at this. Uh, it's very important. Let's go to, let's go to uh, Colossians 1. I just got to go back there. Colossians 1. Stay with me. Colossians 1. And we're going to go Colossians 1 and 14 through about maybe, let's see. Colossians 1 and 14. Let's see. We're going to go. Yes. Let's go through. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're going to go to Colossians 1 and 14 uh, through 20. Mm-hmm. About six verses there. Six, seven verses there. All right. Let's see what we got here. All right. All right, let's go to Colossians 1 and 14 and reads, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even forgiveness of sin, as I was saying earlier. What a mighty God we serve. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Hmm? A God that will take a filthy rag. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Hmm? He would take, Oh Lord, a filthy rag like me and clean me up. Oh Lord, hallelujah. And set me on a path. Hmm? Oh glory. Set me on a path. Oh Lord. Of heavenly blessings. Look at this. In whom we have redemption through his blood. 
thank God for the blood. Huh? Even the forgiveness of sin. You mean to tell me all the things I done done wrong? He didn't charge it to me. He didn't give me what my sins deserve. Thank you, Lord. And I'm telling you that are, I'm, I'm sharing with you that are viewing and listening today. You don't have to stay in the shape you in. Because the potter wants to put us back together. Hallelujah. Again, look at this now. We have, re, we have forgiveness of our sins. So I ain't got to continue in my wrong. I can be forgiven. Hmm? I just got to humble myself. Who is the image of the invisible God? the firstborn of every creature. Colossians 1 and 16. For by him were all things created. There it is again. When you look at Jesus, by him all things were cre created by Jesus. Hmm? Oh, Lord. God was in the Father. All right. And the Father was in Christ. Hmm? God was in Christ. And Christ was in God. Oh, Lord, I don't care how you want to put it. One God. Look at this. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in the earth, visible and invisible. This is for these, uh, oh, Lord, these science folks, this Christian science stuff. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, we, ain't here to, we ain't here to debate, but we just here to give truth based on scripture. Scripture says here, for by him were all things created. Hmm? Ain't no big bang theory. And it says that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible, invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And I know this is a, this gonna challenge your theology. I know it's a hard pill for you to chew on but God made the devil. <laughs> I know. I know. I know it's hard for you to chew on. But he wasn't the devil at first. He, he was Lucifer, the son of the morning. And he was an angelic host. Huh? And he was supposed to be over the music. Well, and so, you know, in so many words, he, you know, he, had, he was piped with music. But when he was, sin was found in him, uh, when iniquity was found in him, rather, when iniquity was found in him, he was kicked out. Hmm? But we're going to go on a little bit here. He says, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Talking about Christ in Colossians 1 and 17. And he is the head of the body. Hmm? Jesus is the head of the body. The church, who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have preeminence. Hmm? That's why Jesus told those apostles, and he also told the Jews, his brethren. He said, before Abraham was, I am. And they picked up stones to kill him. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? Because they believed there was only one God, and they thought those words that he used were blasphemous. They missed the Messiah and the Messiah was standing right in front of them to those that didn't get the revelation because the 12, he, they got the revelation. Hmm? But, the, the, but the brethren, 
They took up stones to stone him and say, you ain't, you ain't 50 years old. And you talking about before Abraham was, I, I am. Hmm? So they took up stones to stone him because they felt like he was blaspheming because they knew and they believed as a nation, hmm? which is of a truth. There's only one God. Hmm? Look at this now. I, I, I want to get to this last point. Let's go to, uh, did the prophet Isaiah say that Jesus would be the father? I'm asking you this question and I'm going to answer it for you. Did the prophet Isaiah say that Jesus would be the father? Think about it. Did he say it? Some people say, well, if, if he did say it, where the scripture to prove it? Yes, he said it. Isaiah talked about that Jesus would be the father. Where is it found? Let's go to it. All right. And we're going to get out of here now. Let's go to Isaiah chapter nine. Let's go to Isaiah chapter nine. We got to study, find these things in the scripture. Let's go to Isaiah nine and six. Hmm. For unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Glory. There it is. Hmm? The Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Oh, glory be to God. All right, let me get you another scripture because I know and every every word is established by two or three witnesses. We got two here in the scripture. Let's go to Isaiah 63. Hmm? We're going to go to it. Let's go to Isaiah 63. And uh, uh, let's see. Let's go to 63. Yes. Let's go to Isaiah 63 and uh, I don't know. Let's go. Isaiah 63 and let's go. 15. Isaiah 63, 15. All right. Stay with me. We getting ready to get out of here. Isaiah 63, 15. Look down from heaven. And behold, from the habitation of thy holiness and of thy glory, where is the zeal and thy strength? The sounding of the bowels, of thy bowels, and thy mercies toward me. Are they restrained? This was the question asked. He said, doubtless, thou art our father. Through Abraham, be ignorant of us, and Israel acknowledge us not. Thou, O Lord, art our Father, and our Redeemer is thy name from everlasting. I'm trying to get you to see in Genesis 3 and 15, trying to get you to see it in Genesis 3 and 15. A woman don't have a seed. Hmm? We won't let you see that Jesus came to redeem us. Praise God. And 
Oh, Lord. We have to believe the scripture and believe on his name. And through believing on his name, we can have remission. We can receive remission of sin and we can receive, oh, Lord. Hmm? Redemption through his blood. Huh? And we can receive the promise of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? But it's only going to be through Jesus Christ. So we want to leave it right there with you. And so when you want to call on the Father, you want to call on God, there's only one name to heaven recognize. And let me get it for you. It's only one name to heaven recognize, and we're going to close with it. I quoted it earlier, but we want to get it for you and put it on the screen so you can read it for yourself. Acts 4 and 12. And there it is. It's on the screen for you right now. Neither is there salvation in any other. If somebody telling you there's salvation in anything else, they're not telling you the truth. Hmm? They're telling you it's three guys. They're not telling you the truth. Hmm? Hmm? The fool has said, Psalm 14 said, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. If they telling you there is no God, they're wrong. Hmm? They're not telling you the truth. Acts 4 and 12 said, neither is there salvation in any other. If you're looking for salvation, go to St. John 3, 1 through 5. He told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Hmm? Look at this. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There it is. I'm your faithful host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We hope that these words uh, and these scriptures have encouraged you and enlightened you in some kind of way. Uh, we haven't gone anywhere. We're going to continue to be on the broadcast to share with you Jesus is God. Hmm? Jesus is the Son of God. And only through him we can receive salvation and atonement hmm? and the promise of the Holy Spirit only through his name. And I want to let you know, if you're trying to get to heaven, you can go. There may be uh, five, six ways you can get to Chicago. But I want to let you know there's only one way to get to heaven. One, one, one. One way to God. And that's being baptized. In Jesus' name, there it is. We want to say God bless you. Thank you again for viewing us. We love you, saints, with the love of the Lord. God bless you. I hope that my teachings are uh, encouraging based on Scripture. You know, we're, we know our teaching here is based on the Scripture only. And so uh, if we don't have Scripture uh, to bear it out, then we just reserve it uh, for more meditation. All right? So we want to make sure that we're using uh, the 66 books that were given to us through scripture to show you that there's one God. All right. And so that's what we uh, want to do. And we want to desire to do is to help all believers, especially our young people coming on. And with all this false doctrine, false teaching that is out there, we need to let not only our own believers know, but we need to let the world know that there's one God and they can be saved through the one God, Jesus Christ. All right but they must believe on him through his name, must believe on him as the scripture has said, 
and they can receive the promise of all the goodness of God through Jesus Christ. All right. So there it is. God bless you. Thank you again. We'll be back on if the Lord's willing uh, on next week. We'll start on Monday next week. We'll start fresh and we'll start with part seven on next week. Uh, we'll be in our touch and agree per hour on Friday, but we'll start fresh uh, on series seven. We may just uh, do a refresher on some of this on Friday, but on Monday, we'll start with part seven of the gospel of John. Jesus is God. Jesus is the son of God. And so we're going to start there. We got some uh, real good stuff for you. Uh, and we haven't even uh, covered half of this yet. We haven't even gotten to the halfway point yet, but we're going to be talking about <clears throat> uh, when God said, let us make man in our image. That's what we're going to be talking about when we talk about Jesus is God. All right. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to go to Genesis 1 and 26 starting on Monday. So we're going to start there. And we're going to be picking uh, on quite a few scriptures found in the gospel of John. And we're going to we're going to uh, be all over the place with some scripture. We got 66 books to cover. But I want to let you know we got some. Uh, some uh, good truth to cover. And so we want you to join us. And if you have questions, uh, feel free to text us. All right. On uh, social media, Facebook or YouTube, we'll take a look and then we'll respond to your questions or comments, uh, even on Facebook or YouTube or on the Podbean app. Okay. With no further ado, we love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you until next time. I just want to say to you, people of God, until next time, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. And until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.